there, it's Victoria. I just want to share a mini episode every single week as I want to be there for you. We have had amazing nature-based educators each week sharing their outdoor classroom stories. So we're pulling some of the key elements from these interviews into these mini episodes. So I want to be there to encourage you. I want to be there to help you see in a new way that feels like teaching outdoors is doable and that you are much closer than you think. And I want to show you that it's possible. One of my mini episodes, and I hope you like it. Today, we're going to be talking about inquiry-based teaching. So what is inquiry-based teaching? What does it look like? Who models inquiry-based teaching? For you, for your children, where do children find inquiry-based learning? It's a big question and it's a big, these are big terms and big things to think about. So which of the following best describes a child's learning experience with inquiry-based learning outdoors? Is it when children are learning from the teacher who is the expert in the subject? Or is it when children are learning by constructing their own knowledge as they explore the materials outdoors to answer their own questions? You got it. It's number two. So inquiry-based teaching and learning is a learning process that engages students by making real-world connections through exploration and high-level questioning. It's an approach that learning encourages children to engage in problem-solving and experiential learning. And by no means, we as the educators are the experts. It's a wonderful outdoor environment that we are inviting children into a learning process. And so this process is using, you can actually use the word inquire to get seeds of inspiration. So let's go there. The I is for investigating, investigating your surroundings, your outdoor classroom. N for inquire is to narrow your focus. What are you going to be investigating? What are you excited about? What are the kids excited about? Q is to ask comparative questions. So lots and lots of questions for your children. U is to uncover your prediction. Hmm, lots more questions, getting curious, scratching your head. What are we looking at? I is to initiate an action plan. Huh, what are we going to do next? How can we get kids to think what's going to be the next thing? R is to research data collection. And with this, final is E, examine the results and communicate findings. So I pulled this inquiry-based teaching and learning from many of the uh, outdoor classrooms tour and talks and the interviews that we've had. And a lot of this has been these nature-based programs have really been tapping into the way they use inquiry-based teaching and learning. It's been absolutely fascinating to me. So I really wanted to use one of our mini-sodes and dive into this topic a little bit deeper and just ask more questions. What does inquiry-based teaching and learning look like in nature? 
what's that look like and how nature really can be a incredible teaching tool to bring this inquiry-based teaching and learning to the child. So who represents inquiry-based teaching and learning for you? Is there, are, again, are there leaders in the field that are doing it? And again, if you go back to a lot of the interviews, you'll hear stories over and over again about how educators are really diving into using the natural environment for inquiry-based teaching and learning. It's incredible. Again, how our children are finding inquiry-based teaching and learning. How are they finding it in your outdoor classroom? What are you doing? How are you creating that? So we're going to now go into nine reasons why you should implement inquiry-based learning and teaching into your outdoor classroom. So number one is that inquiry increases the cognitive language for young children. It pushes children beyond simply learning and figuring, okay, you're, you're the main teacher and educator, and it pushes them towards applying what they're learning into more domains of development. So they're drawing these connections on their own and they're essentially playfully learning and they don't necessarily realize it. Number two is that inquiry increases engagement and interest. So they're really going for something outdoors and playfully learning that they're becoming curious and their wonder is increasing So therefore, when that happens, their engagement, they're totally in that flow learning state. And that's what we're aiming for. Number three, inquiry increases intellectual risk taking. And that's been a theme throughout. We even talked about, we did a whole episode on confidence and where confidence comes from is taking these risks. So a lot of these threads, we're kind of making a quilt, a quilt of learning. They all connect and thread through each other. We want to incorporate that risk taking and that comes from inquiry. Number four, inquiry develops key soft skills. What are soft skills? Soft skills effectively develops important key for children's success, which is creative problem solving, critical thinking, logical thinking, teamwork is huge. Their children are learning how to communicate effectively. So put a bunch of children together and they're in that parallel play, but then they start really trying to figure out how they can play together. And a lot of this takes a lot of inquiry and asking questions and figuring out how can they do that. For us as educators, it's this beautiful dance. How much do we go into the problem and how we come out of the problem and allowing the children to figure it out on their own and we dance in and out. So it's it's a very, it's a dance really where we come in and out. So number five is inquiry is a natural differentiator. And that means that there is a degree of autonomy to select how children want to approach a certain task. So kids, therefore, they have this leeway, which is really nice, and a pathway that appeals to their learning style. Yes, once we figure out that it through observation and we really can see that children are learning in different styles, that when they have various inquiry They can pick the style that they want and all their learning can become 
student-driven. Therefore, teachers take a step back and instead of them being the head of the class saying, okay, this is what we're doing, they can take a step back and they can circulate and give more individualized instruction. All this happening in our outdoor classroom at all different ages and stages. A lot's happening. Number six is inquiry transforms an outdoor classroom of children into a classroom of teachers. This is probably my favorite one <laughs> because it's really, I think we all think, oh, we have to know everything. But what's beautiful here is, and this has been in a thread throughout many of our interviews, is when we don't see ourselves as the expert that the children become teachers and they ask their curiosity questions of us and we may not have the answer. And therefore we all become learners trying to answer those questions and answers. So there's collaborative groupings, there's a clearly set of expectations and roles, but therefore we are all explorers in this when we all become learners. Number seven is it just inquiry creates this sense of lifelong learners. When children are exposed to this atmosphere, these outdoor classrooms that allow them the freedom to learn how they're going to learn, they're going to fall in love with learning. And that falling in love with learning is going to enable them to become lifelong learners. It's a beautiful. Number eight is that inquiry triggers new approaches to solve new types of problems. When problems are given to them, and as they grow older, the problems are gonna become worldly problems. But to create this foundation in our outdoor classroom using inquiry-based learning and teaching, it triggers different approaches to different types of problems. And number nine, which is another one of my favorites, is inquiry based teaching and learning is a source for self-confidence. And we did a whole episode on building self-confidence. And a lot of what goes into that is risk play. Uh, they're embracing feeling comfortable that it's okay to make errors. It's okay to fail. It's actually, we want children to fail. So that's where the self-confidence grows, making it rather an opportunity for improvement. That's my mini episode today, exploring inquiry-based teaching and learning and really developing that wonder and curiosity in our children, for our children in our outdoor classrooms. Talk to you soon. Enjoy. Bye. Thank you for joining us here at the Outdoor Classrooms podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with anybody who you think would enjoy it and follow us on Instagram. We'd love to continue the conversation. If you want to continue the conversation even deeper, please join us in the Circle community. The purpose of the Circle is to support, guide, and push you as you continually grow and sustain your outdoor classroom by providing the tools to help you set the right goals, 
than actually follow through in achieving those goals with the support of our amazing community. Each month, 24-7, you get guidance and support from myself. You get to begin your journey with our new member roadmap. You get access to our outdoor teaching boot camp. You get to interact and learn from guest experts who are on our podcast. They come into our membership and join us to continue the conversations. You get to connect and collaborate during two live sessions a month. You get access to all our online workshops and masterclasses. You get get to dig deeper with our membership missions each month and you get to become an ambassador of joy for children. I hope you can join us for the price of one workshop. You get all of this. You get to become a member of our family at Outdoor Classroom. So I hope you can join us. I will share the link in the show notes and we'll see you later. Come join us. 